Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I'm your host, Tyrus McKnight. And tonight I want to talk about... Okay, what's next? Um, For those who don't know, and I must say this before I get started with this show, I predicted um, wrongly, it looks like. It looks like Joe Biden is headed to the presidency, um, but no one has been declared yet, so... That is what it is. But, and I can admit when I'm wrong. Sometimes I am wrong. But my prediction went on the contingency that I thought that as African Americans, we were on code more. Meaning, I thought we wouldn't vote for a candidate that didn't offer us anything. And I was wrong. But um, I didn't take into account that we still got trauma from the slave from the slavery. We still working on trauma because instead of getting a hardcore white supremacist, we are getting a white supremacists that see now, basically. Basically, basically, that's what we're getting in Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, and which is interesting because um, I've seen a couple of posts that said that people uh, still support outright racism, and they do. But the thing is this, you're going to get somebody that's going to be doing racist shit anyway. With Joe Biden and Kamala Harris or Kamala or whatever, how we pronounce her name. And we're going to see very soon. See, the thing that got Trump was these killings during the COVID, I think, and COVID too. And people forgot that more people got killed under the Obama administration. And he did and said nothing. Just like Trump. Obama was basically Trump in blackface. That's, a, that's what Obama was. But the fact now is that we did make some progress, I guess you could call it that. Um, if you want to call it inch progress, what we did was we forced the conversation, what about black Americans for the first time? We got people talking about reparations for the first time. But the thing is this, and this is my thing for those who vote in the presidential election. In a national election. Please tell me. What are you going to get for your vote? Because. I know what Joe Biden. Promised for LGBTQ. And his friend Barack Obama. By the way. But. I also know what he promised. Illegal immigrants. And people that are undocumented immigrants. Whatever you want to call it. But what are you getting? Specifically. What did he promise black Americans specifically? Not no minorities. None of that. Not people of color because you get mixed up in that type of things. What did he promise you specifically? And the answer is nothing. We have been led to believe that when people say minorities or people of color, 
that we'll get a slice of that pie or that cake, however you want to put it. But in reality, we don't even get the crumbs. We don't even get the crumbs. Now, for those of us who didn't vote, shout out to you guys for staying on cold because we figured that when one party, when you keep on forcing one party to continue to win the election and they realize that they can't win the election without the black vote, then they will crumble and then they will have to finally come to the table with some tangibles. And it's apparent that most people never been in a meeting where they could negotiate a salary for themselves or they never been in a business deal where they have to negotiate terms because you don't take the first terms that somebody gives you, right? You have to be willing to walk away from the table. You have to be willing to walk away from the interview. I don't give a damn if you're dead broke, if you got a negative bank account. Sometimes you're going to have to be willing to say no one worth more than that and walk off. And they'll call back. Trust me, they'll call back if they really want you because you're, you're talented like that. And they need you. Just like the Democrats need the black vote to get into the White House. As we have seen. Now, all the votes have not come in, so we don't really know when it has been declared yet. It is on recording this show. But it looks like Biden... And Kamala Harris are headed to the White House, as it seems right now. But I just want you guys to understand something. You just elected the architect of the crime bill and the top cop in California. The self-proclaimed top cop in California. That's what you just did. Now, no doubt... Donald Trump, he's a vicious, vile, white supremacist. But we already know that. And the problem is, and I think the problem is, you don't need any more politicians to lie to your face. You understand? We have to come to an agreement where it's like, we're going to stay on code and we're going to get on code. We're going to stay there. But Harriet Tubman couldn't save everybody. She had to leave some people on the plantation. So did Nat Turner. Nat Turner had to leave some people on the plantation. And as far as like sticking together, they, people really think that voting is going to help something. It's going to help nothing if you have nothing on the ballot for you guys. Now, voting locally and statewide for the elections, that's, that's different. That's different. That is different. But, um, but I want you guys to ask yourself this. Okay, so what's next? Now that they're in office, are the killings of unknown black Americans by race soldiers and white supremacists going to stop? Because remember, Joe Biden said he wants to allocate $500 million to the police. So is that going to stop? Um, I'm going to predict that no is going to get even worse. It's going to amp up. That's what I'm going to predict because people keep saying, oh, well, uh, Trump said if he loses, he's going to start a civil war. 
Uh, we're going to be at war as black people against other races. You guys, you guys, we are already at war. When you could kill black people with impunity, when you could break into a woman's house while she's sleeping naked next to her boyfriend and shoot her up, and then when a boyfriend shoots one of the cops, the cops try to, in self-defense, the cop tries to sue him for emotional distress, we are already at war. We were at war during the Obama administration. Tamir Rice. Did Trayvon happen under Obama? I think Trayvon happened under Obama. I forget the guy's name um, that got shot in a Walmart for playing with a toy gun with his son. He got killed in the Obama administration. What about Mike Brown? He got killed in the Obama administration. Akia Boy. That's my girl out in um, Baltimore. She got killed in the Obama administration. You guys, no matter who's in office, they are practicing anti-black racism, regardless of who's in office. And you guys, I just want you guys to understand what you did. And I want you to take responsibility for this, too. Because I took responsibility for predicting wrong. Uh, probably predicting wrong, we don't know yet. But take responsibility if a black person gets killed. And you say, well, where's Joe Biden? What is he going to do about this? Is he going to make it a federal law or try to put a federal law in that that if you kill an unarmed black American citizen, that the cops will be punished with life without parole or even worse, death? Is he going to make that happen? The architect, now ask yourself this, is the architect of the 1994 the 1984 and the 1994 crime bill going to make this happen? Ask yourself, is this vice president who locked up black women disproportionately that tried to get a man to stay on death row even though evidence proved that he was innocent? Are these two people going to make it federal law that if they home black American citizens in the United States, are they going to make that illegal? Or are they going to come out and say, oh, well, they just need sensitivity training. Well, you could have got that under Trump. You could have got that under Trump. Now, that was just, now, I will say this. That was my naivete working very heavy when I thought, when I really thought that we were more on cold than this. That was my naivete working. I was very naive to think that. And it is what it is. But I want you guys to ask yourself that. And if you're saying to yourself, well, 
He's going to be better than Trump. Ask yourself this. How? Because he's not in your face with the racism? Because he's not in your face with the racism? And if we got men saying this, let me tell y'all something. You guys need to grow the fuck up and grow a pair of balls. Because if what a white supremacist is telling you on TV is getting you all shook up on TV, I worry what you would do in the presence of white supremacy when you're with your family and they're telling them all types of things, foul things in front of your face. Are you going to get shook up then or are you going to handle business? Are you going to handle business? Because let me tell you something. One thing that disturbed me a lot was when I saw people saying, you need to have post-election safety plans. My sister hit me up and said, Tyrus, do you have gas? I said, for what? She said, because they say Trump um, supporters are going to start rioting and start doing everything, so we might have to leave. I said, I don't need gas. I got bullets. Allegedly. I don't need no gas. I got a whole bunch of bullets. And a whole bunch of artillery. Allegedly. I don't need that. So they could come if they want to. But when we got our women afraid of what could happen during a post-election, fellas, something's wrong with that. There's no way that our women should be talking about a post-election safety plan. Because the thing is this, if they touch our women, that should be it. It should be gone. Take that how you want, but they should be. Now, moving forward. Moving forward, going back to the topic. I had to get that out because I was very disturbed by that. I had to get that out. But in the next four years, the next four years, 2024, I want you guys to ask yourself, What's going to be the makeup of the country? The country that we built as black Americans. Now, I know, I know, I got more than black Americans listening to this podcast. I have all types of listeners from all over the world. Shout out to New England. Shout out to England. Um, Bristol. have listeners in Canada, Mexico, all over the place. But I'm talking to black Americans right now. What is the makeup of the next four years going to look like? Because as black Americans, we already have behind the eight ball. Well, actually, we are the eight ball because we're black. <laughs> so 
that just said the uh, rest of the table for those for my pool players, for my billiards players. Let's just say the table's been clean. It's just a white ball and an A ball on a on a pool table. And there's calling corner pocket. What's gonna happen? What are we gonna do? Is it gonna be game over or what? Because we must build and we must continue to build as black Americans. We have to get together, not physically, but mentally, spiritually, politically, financially, we have to get together and we have to become more of a force. We have to. Because at this point, at this crucial juncture in America, things are either going to get worse in the next four years or they are going to get better and improve. And it's going to be up to us to decide what we want to do. We must stick together and we must be together as one, as one, because if we don't, we are going to perish. We are going to perish. We cannot afford to sit back and put up with light or die white supremacy. We just can't do that. And in lieu of what may transpire in the next few days, next few years, next few months, I want you guys to understand something. Remember, you chose this person because Joe Biden, remember this, when all these people was getting killed under the Obama administration, Joe Biden was vice president. Remember that. Remember that when all these things were going on, even during Ahmaud Aubrey, even during Countless other um, black Americans that were getting killed, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. Joe Biden didn't say too much. He didn't have too much to say about punishing these race soldiers. He didn't have too much to say about it. But I just want you guys to remember something. If these are the people that you chose, remember that you chose them. Remember that you chose them. And hopefully in 2024, if things haven't changed, we could come to the table with some tangibles, with some resources, and we could finally choose black empowerment as our leader. 
And I want to thank you guys for joining me tonight. I just spoke truth to power. Have a good night.